Hey everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, one film took a no-nonsense approach to get itself to the top of the box office charts. We'll break down that, and I'm all left alone with Amy. What's that going to be like? Let's do it. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown. This, of course, is the show where we look back at the box office that was. And then we like to... Prognosticate. Prognosticate. About the box office that was. I know, but we could have still had fun. That's all right. That was fun. I like it. Tony B. Tony saying, let it shut it down. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. And I'm another one, Amy Cassandra Martinez. Hello. And our lovely and talented Carrie D. Lane is on assignment, so follow her adventures on social media. You can see what she's up to, but making us look good and sound even better, the one, the only, the incomparable Anthony in the booth. Hey, everybody. My name's Anthony. You can find me. Wait, are we doing that? No, that's till the end. All right. That's fine. You can call me the Grand Wizard of Oz because I'm behind the scenes. Oh, look at you. Yes. There you go. Uh, so far, uh, A plus show, guys. A plus show. <laughs> A plus great. plus, I think. Uh, that's true. Yep. I, S rating. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Stuff. This is apparently centered. Are they doing digital media now? We should probably get this in the vault. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Get this in the vault for sure. Uh, as always, we're going to jump right into our, our look at the past week's top five at the box office. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, man. Okay. A little premature there, but... Uh... I know. I'm just ready. I'm so ready. You're have... so ready. I am Wait. so ready, guys. Let's do this. Uh, before we do that, though, folks, uh, of course, we're, we're firing on all cylinders today. <laughs> and I'm sure you're going to want to uh, share those thoughts about how well we're doing. So if you want to do that, you know what you can do? Like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe <laughs> to the YouTube channel. And while you're there, give it a thumbs up. There it is. Amy. There you go. A little far. All right, you got it. This is really far. There you go. Oh, That's I can't right. do it. Yeah, I can do those, it this there one. Those little little tiny thumbs out there. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, and as so, folks, the chat is up and running. So feel free to jump in and share your thoughts oh, about films in general or anything that we hadn't been talking about in this past weekend's box office. So we will kick it off with last week's top five. Yes. Or actually, I guess we're still in the weekend. So yeah. it is this weekend's top five. Uh, it's uh, there were high expectations for the show and the, uh, this film, and it over delivered. There, the Nun. Mm-hmm. For Warner Brothers, uh, $53.5 million, a record for the uh, the, conger- the, the Conjurverse. Conjurverse, yes. <laughs> that's Thank right. you for using there that. There you go, Anthony. Look that. at that. That's right. That's a, that's a trademark. TM by Tony B. Tony. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, okay. go to his website, buy those shirts. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yes. So, <laughs> I, I did not see this film. I read enough of the reviews that saying it was pretty bad yeah oh. i was like i'm gonna take a pass i feel like uh, i've even though i could see it for free i'm gonna pass mm. but our lovely and talented amy cassandra martinez and anthony saw this so each of you please uh starting with you amy what did you think of the film yeah okay well first i'd like to start off by saying that this was my second experience mm-hmm. second experience with the amc stubs a list there you go not sponsored and it was fantastic again i love it i don't know why it just took forever for me to finally transfer but it happened and it was great um yeah so it it wasn't as bad i think as maybe you think it might be just because of the reviews but definitely a lot of jump scares which by the like third one you're like okay yeah yeah what a stereotypical horror movie that's gonna be like ah you know 
So, I mean, if you like those jump scares, I'm sure that you would like this movie. Um, as someone that used to not really be super into horror movies, um, and then even just, like, last Halloween, so, yeah, like, a year ago, being really, like, fully immersed into Halloween movies and just scary horror movies, I can appreciate it. And I liked it. I think that uh, Taisa Farmiga, is that mm-hmm. Taisa, um, she did a great job. She is so freaking talented, and I really want to see her in more things. Um, and just, like, tying it to the whole, you know, like, Vera Farmiga storyline was very, very nice. Um, yeah, I think I could have used a little bit more character development and just a little bit more meat to it instead of just, like, ooh, look, dark corners and dark and ah! Look, you're scared now. And then the music, some of it's just like, okay, it's super stereotypical, you know? So it's just like your normal kind of horror movie. So if you like that, awesome. If you're looking for something else, then I'd say don't. A, a great compliment. If you're of course. A, just your normal horror movie. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, I I was reading, and which is one thing that kind of stuck out to me, and Amy brought this up as well as with the jump scares. Not really called a scary movie, but more of a, a startle movie. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I find yeah. myself tiresome, uh, tired of that particular brand of film. What do you think of that? Do you, do you enjoy the, the startle type films? Uh, God, no. I do not. I mean, I, I feel like they're, they're cheap chicks by this point. I feel like, well, personally, as a I, I really love horror films. I mean, it, it's kind of like the again to, to to each their own, you know. But like for me, I just feel like it's so cheap and it's just lost its its edge that I ever used to have. Especially when like the jump scares are so predictable with the music and everything. Like I've seen jump scares that are much more smoother and and in that way they're more effective because you don't really feel it coming at all. It just happens and it's just like oh okay that's interesting. Um, but overall, the film was all right. I mean. Would I watch it again? Probably never again, unless I forgot that I watched it. And I'll be like, oh, did I watch that movie? And then I'll go and watch it. it that's, I, that literally happened to me with Annabelle, and that's how forgettable uh, that yeah. movie was. So it's like on that same level. I did really like um, – I got to re- agree with Amy. I did like um, uh, Farmiga's uh, acting. I also like Damien uh, – I believe it's Bichere's acting as well. Like very iconic look of him looking at the priest going into the uh, – the Covenant, I thought was really cool. There was some really, there was a really nice uh, set piece with like, um, ha- involving a room full of nuns with like bags over their heads, like bloody bags over their heads, and I thought that was really interesting. I really enjoyed that part, but uh, overall, it's, for me, it was just forget forgettable. Well, given how well this did, uh, even better than anybody was predicting there, uh, as I was saying, the the highest grossing in the controversy. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get a sequel for this. Are you excited to see where a sequel would take you? Only if it includes Farmiga and Damien, or or either or, because I, I enjoyed both of them, and also Damien's like la- a Latino actor, so I gotta like support him, and that's one of my main reasons for this movie that I really enjoyed. Um, but other than that, I honestly don't see any interest apart from just like it's a horror film. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I, I ha- like I feel like entitled, like I have to watch it. But other than that, it's like uh, I really I don't really don't have interest in it. Did you like at the end of the film how they tied it back into the uh, the first Conjuring film? Um, personally, I thought it was pretty cheap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just like, I literally like stuck my tongue out once I saw like that, that ending thing. I was just, yeah, like literally like, uh, God, like, okay, sure. I'll buy it, you know? 
What'd you think, Amy? Well, same, same. But it's also kind of like, I mean, I don't know how you went into this movie because this weekend for me, I wasn't really like, yes, I need to see these movies. Just kind of like, was the nun really necessary? I mean, besides the really great marketing, I would have to say, especially at San Diego Comic-Con, where a bunch of nuns would literally just like walk around in costume and everything. And some of the billboards that we've seen and even the the premiere of the movie where some of the um, the nuns were statues and some of them were real. I was like, I don't really care. I don't see that it's really that necessary. But I'm, there are some people out there that would really want that backstory. So if they could continue that excite, excitement that people, I mean, hey, 53,000, I mean, million, there's some excitement there. People wanted to go see it. So if they can just keep that momentum going, then they just got to make it better. Less jump scares, make them mean something, and surprise us, but not in the non-surprising way yeah i definitely gotta agree like i feel like people are gonna start to catch on to this eventually or if, if they haven't already like these are mediocre uh horror films at best like and then like the more they, they try to expand this universe the, the more more not mediocre they are and they're getting worse and worse so it's like it's interesting the the path that they're going to because they're still making money mm-hmm. but like they're getting worse like in my opinion like I think the the first Conjuring is probably really decent, and then yeah. the second one's okay at best. I mean, and after that, I don't know what comes after that really. Like it's I think it's going down the same line as um, Insidious if they're not careful about it. Like if they they really got got to come out with something like really gut punching for me to be interested because it's 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 on the same for me it's on the same vein as like the uh, the Insidious verse, which is like really just fizzling out for me personally. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll be interesting to see what the uh, second week's returns are like and if it does have a huge drop. But uh, given the way that it's done this weekend, I feel like it's you're, you're going to see The Crooked Man. You're going to see probably something else from the Conjuring universe as mm-hmm. well, too. That's yeah. actually a huge one. The Crooked Man's, I'm really interested in that one. That's mm-hmm. about, like, that's the one I'd rather watch than The Nun. Yeah, but are you, I mean, given the way that The Nun and Annabelle have, I mean, I, while the idea is awesome, do you not worry about how the execution of the idea will be? I mean, I think there's curiosity that I think that you can't take that away because then you also kind of want to be the group of people that decides like, oh, yeah, guys, go see it. It's good. Or to be like, oh, well, you guys tell me if you like it or not. You know, it's just what kind of moviegoer are you? Not true. But if you felt like Annabelle was kind of a letdown and the nun was continuing that, then when he gets to the Crooked Man, an idea that you're really excited about, how mm-hmm. excited can you be, be when the previous three films have been kind of eh, for, for ideas that yeah. people were really excited about? Yeah. So well, I, I guess like for me personally, I like the style of the Crooked Man as to like you know the 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 uh, the nun was a bit more like demonic possession wise. The Crooked Man feels a, a bit more different, as in like it's not really demon or anything. It's more like a supernatural being that just comes into existence. And I would like to know like how he came to be, and like how he because he not gonna lie, he has a certain type of like charming factor to him from the little bits I saw, and I believe the Conjuring too. And um, it's it's hooked me ever since, and I want to see that movie. Sounds like somebody's got a crush. I want to marry him so bad. Ooh, <laughs> I want to be Mrs. Crooked Man. Invite uh-huh. us to the wedding, please. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, yeah, I would love that. It's my RSVP. I wish you well. I'm going. Uh, all right, coming in at number two, Warner Brothers again just dominating the uh, the top of the box office charts. Crazy Rich Asians again came in uh, with another $13.6 million. Yes. Look at that, just rocking it. Number three was the other new film that was came out this week, and it was also the subject of our box office bet, and that was a little film called Peppermint. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner 
made $13.2 million. Again, one of those where uh, the reviews were kind of lukewarm for this film as well. Kind of, mm-hmm. It was kind of a rehash of things that people have seen plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Amy, you saw it. I saw what it. What did you think? Yeah, I actually I had a fun little marathon yesterday. Yes, yesterday. Today is Sunday. Um, and here's the thing. I th- I love Jennifer Garner, and I think that she's one of those few actors out there that can pull off being uh, like a very caring motherly role and also kick total butt all in the same movie. Um, but I just wanted more. I wanted more of her kicking butt. Just way more of that. More action sequences and, uh, yeah, I mean, she worked really, really hard for this movie. And I know that there were some hesitations because, you know, it's been a while since she's been in this type of role. But I totally buy it. Um, also, I don't know what it is about... Okay, so, like, I saw this first and then I saw The Nun. And the moment that, obviously, I mean, we all know what this movie is about, right? Peppermint. So she's just furious. She's lost her family. Well, I felt furious the entire time after that in the movie theater. And I was just angry. And you know what? There was this guy a few seats away from me that every single time she did something, like hit someone, punch someone, that's kind of the same thing, uh, you know, shoot someone, he'd just be like, ha I'm not kidding you. Like, from the second act on, he just kept doing that. And it was so annoying, and I didn't understand why it was so funny for him. Like, ah, 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 ah. it was so freaking weird, and it just got to the point where I was like, Dude, "Like, stop!" It was just taking me out of it. But I think she did a great job. I just could have used more, and it could have just been a little bit more just meatier. Um, you know what I mean? Meatier, yeah. Fun fact, though, when the lights went out, the identity of the man was revealed, and it was Anthony. <laughs> Really, it was you? I don't, no, I don't get. The I looked at him. <laughs> I'm so lost right now. This it was just We're, so stinking so annoying. Amy. Like you know, as opposed to the nun. Like I want people to react at movie theaters. Like yes, it's all about mm-hmm. that. The nun. There were some people that they were whispering. They're like, oh, because you know you'd see something when they'd come back and like pan. Oh, but to have that so consistently and it wasn't even warranted. Like, how is it funny? She lost her family. She's shooting these bad guys because the justice system couldn't take care of it and she's just furious but it was it was all right i feel like if you have nothing else to watch you should definitely watch this i think it's important to support women in roles like this but it just it could have been done way better it could have but jennifer garner killed it with what she was given and again reach out to amy for her uh you know her promo little thing for the uh the poster there if you have nothing else to watch Watch this. I just, I, I think they did a disservice to yeah. Jennifer Garner. I really do. Which is a shame. I love yeah. her an alias. Yes. Yes. She is, oh, she even posted on Instagram her workout. Um, well, I'm sure it's like one of her workouts, but I think it was her trainer, Body by Simone. And she's a beast. She is a beast. Her guns and then her guns in the movie. You know, you're welcome. Thank you for the sound effects, too. I would not have figured it out. Thank you. Yeah. It was great. But, yeah. Um, just, now, you uh, brought up one thing about like uh, audience reactions. So like in the the nun, people kind of like talking to each other. Whatnot. Yeah. When you watch some some films, especially for horror movies, and this is getting back right into Anthony's wheelhouse, so maybe he'll start being invested in the show again. That we're doing. And paying <laughs> I, we lost him with Pepperman. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> is uh, uh, they will do some commercials for a new horror movie that's coming out, and they'll do the night vision cameras of the audience watching it to try to get you like uh-huh. this is how people are reacting to watching this film. Yeah. 
I always find those ridiculous. Like, that does not suck me in more to want to see a film. No. Does it get you sucked into, like, oh, wait, these people are kind of cringing or they're flinching? No. I better go see this. No. No, because I know that sometimes I can be a sissy when it comes to <laughs> horror movies. Because, I mean, yeah, even up until last year, I was just like, ah, like, really? A horror movie? Okay, let, let me try it. But now I'm just I'm so much more open-minded to scary movies. I mean, all kinds of movies, really. That, no. No, it just has to be a good trailer. And then, if not, if it's not a good trailer, then I just need people talking about it. So then I can be curious enough to be like, no, I want to be one of the first ones to see it. So I can have an opinion on it. You know what I mean? You want to you, you, you be a, a trendsetter, not a trend follower? A tr- I mean, I can't tell you guys what you would like, but I can tell you what I think of it. I mean, it's always that kind of opinion where, like, it's your opinion. You can't tell someone their opinion is wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's you just, can tell them to listen to yours. I mean, you can listen to it. You don't have to listen to it. It's just my opinion. No. Just like, you know, you have your opinion, Frank, and, you know. Nobody listens to mine, and nor, nor should I you. They're garbage. Yeah, I, I never listen to your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming in at number four for the, the this uh, week. Again, another Warner Brothers. Wow. Yeah, three of the top five. The Meg coming in with another $6 million. And then still rounding out our top five. Yeah. It's still taking a bite, a little chomp, a little little chomp chomp of the box office. Uh, running out our top five, searching with John Cho from Screen Gems, four point uh, five million dollars. <gasps> My God, what a great film! That was so good. I know I wasn't here last weekend. I won't talk about it too much, but yes, great. Yes. Anyway, so moving on. Done. <laughs> Wait, what? that's it. Did we talk about it last week? Okay, uh, we did. Oh yeah, I just want to talk about it more though. Oh, I'm right. Just kidding. <laughs> that's no, no, definitely. Please go ahead. Well, that's one that you should watch instead of the nun. Highly recommend. Uh-huh. Yeah. So good. Honestly, though, I walked out of that theater and I was looking at my Instagram and I was like, hmm, who's a little fishy to me? Because, you know, I just, it gets you not paranoid. I think you should just be very well aware of your surroundings, even like your social media following and just, you know. So, so I just. So that's why you dropped me. Cool. All right. Yeah. That, uh, uh, Frank, I was now. hoping you wouldn't notice. I did notice. There you go. Good. Uh, Anthony, <laughs> uh, we all love to cross promote here at Popcorn Talk. <laughs> Anthony. Yes. Yeah. He, he does a little show called uh, The Horror Movie News. Mm-hmm. Pretty fantastic. Yes. Uh, Anthony, you had a, a guest on this past week, episode, correct? Yeah, we did, actually. It was fantastic. Uh, Carrie was able to cold, cold message some people on Facebook, and she ended up, uh, we got two of the producers for searching on uh, Horror Movie News this past uh, Tuesday for the Tuesday show. So if you go on to our uh, Popcorn Talk Network on YouTube and look for our playlist horror movie news and you can watch that episode and it was so fantastic i had to, i had a blast i mean picking producers brains as to like how they came about making this film was was something i couldn't even like think of and it just happened it was great <laughs> Look at that. that's so cool. i mean that movie that whole time i was just so tense but so invested and oh Gosh, so, oh. you know when you watch a good movie and you just you're thinking about it weeks after and you're like, yeah, thank you to I've, the people that made it. I've never had that feeling. Oh, okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> so, all right, as mentioned, to back up in our top five, Peppermint was the uh, our, our bet for the box office breakdown there, uh, and the winner <laughs> uh, was me. No, no, I don't think it was. You don't think so? No, it was. Oh, it was. I'm just trying to throw you off your game. Me? That's all. I mean, certainly uh, amongst the show, I mean, Ken Jack in the chat, I he mean, crushed it more than anybody else. So way to go, Ken Jack. There you go. You get an award. It's hey, look at that virtual. Little, yep. There you uh, go. The, the, oh, I see. Is it the MTZ award? 
That's the MTZ award for 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 best no. uh, chat person's okay. uh, box office bet prediction. There it is. Oh, it's yours. Uh, it's going to change your life. It is. Maybe. You must forward it to five people. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. Wait, okay. who lost? What? Who lost? Was it me? Well, I, I mean, technically, anyone that didn't win. Oh. That's right. Yeah, but who's, the, all... who's the biggest who's loser? Who's the big loser? Yeah. There we go. Well, uh, it looks like here it's. Let's see. With two. Oh, you're number two with. You're number two, Anthony. So you're fine. Oh, nice. There you go. Three was another. Was was Carrie? Four was was Ken Jack. Oh no, Ken Jack won it. But so then. There we go. Put another movie on Carrie's list with 24. So Carrie Lane. Carrie Lane. Carrie Lane with the a better 24, 24 million. Ooh. She shot for the stars and she ended up with a ticket to go see Peppermint. <laughs> oh, she likes Peppermint. And that's right. I hate Peppermint. Oh, and the way uh, when you find out why it's called Peppermint, you're like, dang it. So maybe now you want to watch it to find out. Wow. You no. know, that, that, was that alone should get you to go watch it. I could see why you wanted to be part of the conversation and start yeah. telling people to go see it. Because exactly. she's got pep- peppermint blood. <laughs> hey, that's how'd right. You, how'd you figure it out? <laughs> it's a trailer. You... What? The trailer. It says something about peppermint blood. That's, yeah. that's yeah. not right. She got infused with a series of candy canes. Actually, well, that, that part is right. And that's right. There you go. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have international numbers here as well. So, uh, of course, the... Uh, Conjuring, look at that! It made a seventy-seven point five million at the uh, debut at the international box office. It is uh, came in as I mentioned earlier, well past projections to score the biggest overseas opening of all films in the Conjurverse. I got to make sure Tony Tony just coined here. that phrase. Yeah, First, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, out of the sixty markets where she's haunting cinemas, there were there were number one starts in fifty four of those markets. Well, there you go. So the global launch is one hundred and thirty one million dollars. Uh, it's amongst the mile, milestones for this. It is the uh, the top opening, opening weekend for a horror film in 19 markets, including Brazil, Indonesia, Spain, and the uh, United Arab Emirates. It is also the best of all the Conjuring movies in the 45, including the above, um, uh, as well as Mexico, UK, Germany, and Holland. And for Warner Brothers, it's the biggest opening weekend of 2018 in 26 markets, including Brazil, Spain, Sweden, and Indonesia. That's right. So it basically surprised everybody. Yeah. In terms of uh, even Warner Brothers itself, with how how great it did for this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so basically, after taking like an early gamble in September last year with it, Warner Brothers said like, "Hey, you know, we don't, there's not any big films coming out right now, so why yeah. don't we take advantage of this to uh, put in a, a nice slice of uh, of good quality horror film?" Mm-hmm. Well, well, from I their mean, point of good view. good quality. Well, we'll say a horror film in there. Yeah. Yes. And uh, people gobbled it up. They wanted those scares. <sighs> I mean, you already start seeing, uh, as soon as, what, as Labor Day passes, people already start talking Halloween. I mean, yeah. That's it. Well, and that's something that I was thinking about as you were talking. When was the last time we had a horror movie in theaters this year? Like, what was the last one that we had? Uh, See? So people were just, like, craving something scary. Was, I think we, it wasn't, uh, was it Truth was it or Hered- Dare? What? Truth or Dare? Yeah. I can't, I'm terrible with timing. I mean, wouldn't Hereditary... Was that? Wasn't that after? True. Wasn't that Hereditary after Hereditary was like right, like like. That was in June. Recently, yeah. Oh wait, I don't know. I mm. mean, searching is a different kind of like, you know, yeah. like I mean. Ah! I mean, I make the case that it's also sort of horror, but it is like a, it is soft. I say it's like soft core horror. <laughs> it's like a thriller. <laughs> it's like a thriller suspense, you know. Yeah. You looking it up, Frank? 
I uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm trying to look it up. One second. Let's see. Yeah, if you guys in the chat can think of the last horror movie that was in theaters, uh, I would. I mean, it, Hereditary. Yeah. So, right? uh, Please give us a sound effect. Uh. There you go. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, perfect. There, that's, that's exactly how it goes. And we'll, we'll look at it for a second, but I yeah. will let Tony B. Tony look that up while I just yeah. continue discussion here. Yes. Uh, elsewhere, otherwise, yeah, as much as the nun was conquering the box office, there it was uh, there's other films that were out there as well, including Mission Impossible Fallout. Bum, bum. It crossed five hundred million dollars at the international box office and seven hundred million dollars globally, including one hundred thirty-seven point seven million dollars in China after two weekends. And uh, Disney's Ant-Man and the Wasp is now the fourth highest-grossing MCU film in the market as well as in China. And this weekend, it also helped push the MCU across the $4 billion global market total in 2018. It's not crazy. There you go. And, of course, The Meg is uh, licking its chops as the nearest $500 million <laughs> worldwide this weekend. That's a lot. Yeah, it Real quick, is. they came at us, the uh, chat, thank you so much. Uh, they said right away, Slenderman. Was. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen it, but it's just see. Uh, so we can't. Ugh. None of us saw it. Uh, no, but I've I've, I've certainly I have talked to several people that have seen it, and but nobody said anything good to say about I know, it. But like, yeah. we need to see it. I'm I mean, I know you. <laughs> some people in the chat have their nope. the same feelings. Um, but yeah, so it's been a little while. So people wanted something that maybe it's familiar horror. So for you, Amy, if mm-hmm. you read a bunch of reviews that were negative, you talked to several people and they were negative on a film, you would still want to go see that film. I mean, I'm sure there are some positives. Oh, boy. There okay. there are some positives that I've read because there, you know when a movie is just like, you just, you know. And Hey, how's Overboard? You know, why are we talking about something that was in the past? Let's focus on moving forward. <laughs> oh, really? I, mean, I feel like we still navigate your overboard review. You yet. know, actually, I would really appreciate, I know there's like two or three. I know Overboard is on there, but I know there are two or three movies that I have not, um, what, what's it called? Ne- like, you've, that uh, I haven't neglected seen. to honor your That I have not bet. honored to, well, yes, mm-hmm. sure, yes. I'm pretty sure one of them is Red Sparrow. But I'm not totally sure. So if you guys just happy, like happen to no, you're welcome. To- That's interesting. You're gonna make the chat do all the heavy lifting because you, you know what? They're very astute and they know carries because they're like, oh, you know, and they've pointed it out. So I'm like, hook me up too. Because you're using them as a crutch, Amy. I'm not. You are. You know, instead of I'm taking using responsibility them for your to own lean life. on, lean on me. You guys are my friends. We're all friends here. Mm, here on the Popcorn Talk Network. Let's see. Box office breakdown panel and chat. Hey. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, of course, we, we that was the box office bet results here. So, Carrie will be seeing uh, Peppermint telling us all about it mm-hmm. as well. And In fact, I, I jump ahead because she did email me and said that she had seen it mm-hmm. with some choice words. She thought she thought that Jennifer Gardner could call out a butt in the film. So She did. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, rest assured, chat, Carrie D. Lane, she already honored her commitment and saw Peppermint. But we've got another box office bet coming just in a little bit here. And we're a chance for you again in the chat to decide which film we'll be betting on. And the loser will be seeing two films to choose from. Predator. We've got The Predator. Hey. As well as A Simple Favor with good old Blake Lively and uh, Anna Kendrick. All of them both awesome. I mean, well, Simple Favor is, I'm on the fence about it, but it looks great. It look, I mean, there's a part of me that, like, it looks good. There's a part of me that's like, oh, it looks really cheesy and corny. 
But I love both of those women, so we'll you see. Know, Anthony, I'm going to be honest with you right now. To be real serious. Lay it on me. Um, I looked across at uh, Amy <laughs> Cassandra Martinez, MTZ, and uh, she looked like she was about to, like tears were about to well up in her eyes. I, you know, yeah, I that. saw it, yeah. It made me really happy. No, I'm just right. kidding. There we <laughs> just go. kidding. So those are the two <laughs> films okay. buying for your vote there in the chat. So feel free to start ch- uh, betting away there, and we will do the film that gets the uh, the most amount of votes from you in the chat. But in the meantime, we'll do a little box office rewind. Beautiful. I got it. That's right. <laughs> about one, uh, about a star or somebody involved in one of the upcoming films. Usually it's star, but today I'm going to get back to the, the writer slash director of this film, the good old Shane Black. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In fact, usually we do the top five. For Shane Black, you know, I'm going to give him the top six. All right. We're going to look back at the top six Shane Black box office movies <laughs> coming in at number. Top, try saying that five times really fast. Six, <laughs> Shane Black. Box office movies. Okay, well, all right. Coming in number six, and probably, I'm going to say, yeah, I'd probably say my favorite out of everything here that's on the list is uh, Lethal Weapon, back from 1987 from Warner Brothers, $6.8 million. I'm a a big fan of that, 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 uh, well, that that concept of the film. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the sequels got progressively less satisfying. I'm too young for that age. And what about the the show? I've not watched the show. Oh. Admittedly, I mean, I know people are very, uh, very passionate about the uh, the, uh, the gentleman who played Martin Riggs and has now left the show. Makes uh, a bunch of controversy mm-hmm. about that, but now they have Sean William Scott coming in. I got to admit, I'm always a sucker for Sean William Scott, so it, it does entice me to at least check out the uh, the first episode of the second season to see what Sean William Scott's up to. So we'll see. But uh, but regardless, the film, come on, uh, Danny Glover, Mel Gibson, fantastic chemistry yeah. between the two of them. Uh, you know, oh, it is it, what's, fantastic what's mullet. Gary Busey, a fantastic mullet. Yeah, Gary oh, Busey. I think I know what she's saying. I'm too old for this. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I, I haven't seen it. Though. I'm getting too old. No. Yeah. Just, like, I'm too old for this. I'm mm. getting too old for this. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's about to retire, guys. You know, mm. he gets this loose cannon. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. There was the the, uh, the the battle right there in front of uh, Murtaugh's house, house, right there at Christmas time between. Uh, Riggs and Joshua. Oh, my goodness. I, I love Fantastic. seeing you so happy about a movie. I know, right? It's I was great. Like, yes. Cool. That's just, I don't remember. I, I just remember the first time I watched that film, it just like it just sucks you in right from the get-go. And sets up the familiar kind of Shane Black thing where it, uh, a lot of films around Christmas time for him. Did you see this one in theaters? No. No, I had to see it later. Later? The, later, you know. Uh, I, you know, I'd be irresponsible if, uh, you know, I got my parents to take me at such a young age besides this R-rated adult film. Oh yeah. Yeah, you, uh, you had to wait for the, uh, the 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 home viewing to get that to, to get it. VHS. To that's right. Laser disc. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's right. We don't talk about that. No, one. we don't talk about nope. that one. Mm-mm. All right, uh, coming in number five for Shane Black, The Last Boy Scout with Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans. There, uh, twelve point uh, excuse me, uh, seven point nine million dollars back in nineteen ninety one. The uh, I remember the one thing that sticks out with me in this film is just the opening sequence. Where it's the uh, the player uh, running down the uh, trying to score a touchdown, and he's going to be stopped, and so he pulls out a gun and then oh shoots at the defensive man trying to stop him from trying to shoot because his life's on the he needs to score this or else his life is forfeit. Blah 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 for all his bets and whatever. So, uh, but I always remember that just uh, that always stood out to me. Uh, number four, underrated film, Long Kiss Goodnight, with uh, Gina Davis and Samuel L. Jackson there uh, uh. from '96, a little over nine million dollars. That. That was a fun film. That was a really fun film. 
96, I mean, Gina Davis, I feel like, was especially doing wonderful things back then. Yeah, it's uh, it, that is the kind of film that you wish it would have just landed better than it had because mm-hmm. that could have really taken off and you could have done a variety of films after that because mm-hmm. it was really fun chemistry between the two of them and it was a fun story. Uh, number three is a film that the concept sucks me in entirely, but the execution just lets me down. And that's The Last Action Hero. Uh, from 1993, $15.3 million. Is that with Schwarzenegger? That's with Schwarzenegger, Ooh, where okay. he's, he's the actor that gets sucked into the real world. Oh, is this around Christmas? Is it like, Or no, am I thinking something else? Am I might think of Jingles All the Way. Yeah, that, that's oh. with Sinbad. Oh, yes. Hi. There you go. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> but that's great. The, the boy gets put into the film, gets to meet his hero, and then, uh, then Schwarzenegger gets taken out into the real world. I feel like I've seen this one. It's a fun... The idea is so good, but uh, it's just the execution, yeah. Do you notice that some of these titles are just like the last, the long good night, like so final? Do you notice <laughs> that? Like, whoa. That's right. Continue. You, you wanted to... You got to up the t- like, up the stakes. This is it. What if it yes. was just like, uh, you know, he, he's kind of a... He's a rough weapon. That's not going to suck you to see in this film. He's a rough weapon. A rough weapon. Oh, all right. I guess yep. I got to see this. He's got a rough. Sure. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, you know, the, the next to last Boy Scout. You know, is anybody seen like oh, almost right. last? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, middle of the pack Boy Scout. <laughs> oh, I got to see that film. He's middle of the pack. You should try to rename the other ones. <laughs> Long kiss, good night. The short kiss. Oh, good that's night. right. Hmm? Yeah, the, that's the, it. Peck on the cheek. Good night. <laughs> Oh, gotta see that. <laughs> that yeah. one sounds great. Yeah. But why is it only a peck on the cheek? Anticlimactic kiss. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right. And I'm coming to number uh, two, mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon 2 from Warner Brothers, an 89, $20.3 million. The, uh, that is a film that I love the way that it goes, just in media res. Boom, you're right into the action right there. It doesn't waste any time trying to like do the credits or anything. It's like, boom, you're in. I feel like they knew what they were doing already. You know, with the first lethal weapon, they were kind of trying to figure it out. And when they realized that they knocked it out of the park, they're like, all right, let's just do this again. You know? Uh, tell me one line of dialogue that sticks out to you from this film. I will tell you what mine is. I think uh, if, any, if you love this film, I think, I think it, it, it would be your go-to line. I don't know. Anthony? I am so out of my element. Oh, I've, never, right. I've never seen any lethal weapon movie. Oh, my goodness. I, know. You're missing- I just know about them, yeah. Diplomatic immunity. There you go. Yes. Give this man an Oscar. Whoa. There you go. Hello. It's been revoked. That's uh, the Oscar has been revoked. No, oh, it's no. There you go. <laughs> Wait, before we do jump into number one, yes. uh, Sky Patterson. Well, and someone else before Sky Patterson said, "Nice guys" is uh, definitely okay. No, Sky Patterson was the first one saying, "Nice guys" is definitely um, their favorite. Shane Black film. Nice Guys mm. is so good. It is. Like, uh, there's this, it's so stupid. It really is, but I don't care. There's this one part where Ryan Gosling, yeah, with Ryan Gosling, uh, he walks in with his daughter and she's like, she says something about there being hookers and stuff. And so now every single time people say and stuff, because he says, don't say hookers and stuff, just say hookers. So now, when I hear people say and stuff, I'm like, don't say and stuff. And I yeah. quote that, but people don't get it. It's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. Deep cut. You know? That's right. It's just these lovely quotes that you can use in your everyday life. <laughs> well, it's, it's such it's, a... It's, it's too deep of a cut. It it's is right. too deep. 
But it's still such a good movie. It but surprised then, me, honestly. Well, then that's why you find that's how you find the really cool movie fans are. Exactly. They, 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 oh, <laughs> yeah. Never say and stuff. And then you're yep. like, we're best friends. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, and, and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, that's another great one, too, as well. That came in at number seven on this list for him. But another fun film as well. And uh, which is no surprise, it stars Robert Downey Jr. And so they reunite in our number one film. No surprise, given what, uh, you know, certainly for the for the franchise that he's working on. Iron Man 3 from Disney, 2013, 174.1, $174.1 million. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, much better than number two. Uh, I, I, I some people will kind of kind of think it's like, eh, but I enjoyed it. Three. Yeah. Yeah. I really like three. Um, I really like. Well, no, I really like two. I really like one. I mean, I feel some people uh, feel like the way the Mandarin reveal was handled might have kind of diminished a character that they were really excited about seeing. Yeah. So I don't know, but there's there's something about Robert Downey Jr. playing Iron Man that's just always cool. That's true. You know. So. Yeah. I very much like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's, got, of course, he's got the film Predator coming out. Yes. The, excuse me, The Predator. I'm excited about this film because I feel like uh, Shane Black, especially if he's writing and directing, is going to be awesome. But I've heard early buzz is not that great about the mm-hmm. film. And I'm worried that it's not going to stop me from seeing the film. But well, uh, It shouldn't stop you. I mean, we should watch movies whether people say they're good or not. We should just make up our own I, opinions. I got to say, I, I feel like there's a, there's a good amount of hype for this movie in the... Uh, predator community i guess so like good. i'm not sure if it's like horror community as well but like personally i feel like there's there's a good amount of hype um going around for this movie i can't really explain it i feel like it's just something i feel in the air uh, yeah <laughs> that's great anthony uh, in these times never really <laughs> with any kind of justifiable facts it's just like i just feel it in the air i just feel it i can feel it like i can I feel, feel it, it in the air dude like it's a uh, it's it's been a while since we've gotten a predator movie you know um, last one was what Predators with uh, Adrian Brody, I believe. Yeah, it was. In fact, uh, 2010, it Whoa. made 24.7 million dollars its opening weekend, which is not a lot. But um... well, see, and I think it's funny because I've been hearing the opposite. Of gr- of good stuff about it. <laughs> no, I mean not the opposite from you. The opposite of you. Like Tony. no hype. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. That people are just like, no, it looks stupid. Uh, but and well, especially. <laughs> At San Diego Comic-Con, I was at the panel for that. And so they gave us a little preview of it. And I think I shared that story here where I thought it was just like a joke, the scene that they showed us. And I was waiting for them to stop it and be like, ha, just kidding. And then they didn't. And I was like, wait, why? So I was thinking about it, actually, when I was watching more trailers for it. And I was thinking that maybe it's just, it's a weird little part of the movie that maybe the rest of the movie is going to have like a good, like, do do the thing again. Uh, there you go. It's gonna be like that. You know what I mean. So I have hope for it. Well, even uh, reading uh, in the way that they kind of released the trailers, like the second, the first one was kind of eh. Yeah, like you're saying second one did better, and then they they did a third one that kind of really got people like, all right, I think this could be what we're hoping that Shane Black can deliver. So yeah. it, it is a little troublesome when your first uh, effort, uh, first trailer and exposure to a film. It's kind of cut down by the whatever marketing he's decided to put together. Mm-hmm. And um, without going too much into this, because of course it's like very controversial. I know there's been a lot of stuff going on, um, you know, with Olivia Munn speaking mm-hmm. out about things. So I wonder if that's going to affect the numbers at all. Just wondering. I feel like it's going to make decent 
money like opening weekend, but it's not gonna have any legs. Like as in like it's gonna it's gonna dip hard after that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, and also like the the main I don't know like I feel like the the most enticing thing about it is that it's gonna be rated R, and that there's gonna be like upgraded predators and like I'm not sure if they kept it kept them in still, but like predator dogs. Like I, I mean, the concepts that they're presenting aren't really all that new. It's just kind of like it kind of feels like that whole nostalgia to it, you know, that nostalgia factor of really pushing pushing the main drive for it. But we'll see. Yeah, it uh, it would be cool. I mean, you know, certainly before uh, Predators, it was the AVP franchise, which you know, I mean, that you're just it's like just watching like just a like fun toys, you know, <laughs> when somebody playing with them, you're like, oh, cool, it's yeah. a cool Predator action figure. Let's go with alien action figures. It's awesome. Well, and also seeing, you know, what else is at the movies next week. And it's not like you don't have something else that's a giant creature. I mean, you have the Meg, but yeah, <laughs> that's slightly different. I don't know if this is a franchise that needs like somebody like a Ridley Scott to come in and say like, no, I have a vision for this. Right. And I'm going to show you the true origins. Of the predator species. Uh, is that your impression? That was my. That was my Ridley Scott impression. Yeah. It was spot on. Aliens Covenant. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. As we're getting ready to wrap up, we're going to be doing the box office bet. So keep chiming away in the chat. Still time oh, to get yeah. your votes in there. But before we do that and we uh, make our bets, we're going to do what we think the next week's top five will be. Uh, with a, as I mentioned, the Predator uh, from Fox on thirty nine hundred screens, and a simple favor. Blake Lively, Anna Kendrick, yes. from Lionsgate, 3,000 screens entering the mix. Do we see anything taking down the nun? Do you think it has, do you think the Predator could be uh, enticing enough to knock the nun off? You it's- know, honestly, I do. I think either people, because they are a fan of the franchise, like Tony was saying, um, and then maybe also the people that are like, I want to see it so I can knock it down. You know what I mean? Like somehow, I don't know. Um, but it, it also could be very surprising because we didn't expect much from the nun, and here it is, number one. Yeah, I just as much as I would like to see Predator, the Predator, be successful to mm-hmm. uh, maybe get something else in the franchise a lot faster. I just, ah, man, I feel like it's. I feel like the nun. Oh, it's tough. The nun with bad it's reviews go down. Yeah. That's what I, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like, I don't think 50. the word of mouth is too great about the nun. You know. Um, figure, say we, we go, it, it ends up next week being about, eh, we'll say 27. Yeah. 27 next week for uh, The Nun, maybe 26. We give it a nice 50% cut at least. Yeah. Can The Predator do better than, than $27 million? I think so. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think it can do like 34. Okay. All right. Ooh, is that, oh. your, is that your final? What? No, it's not. Okay. I, didn't say well, I mean, people haven't anything. decided yet, but if Forget it is, I mean, I, I don't Okay. <laughs> 34. Right. Got I, it. I would like to live in a world where the Predator could take number one. All right. So. Yes. We all agree number one. All right. So then I could just see it basically. Uh, I could see Predator, the, the Predator, the Nun. Uh, I'm going to say A Simple Favor, mm-hmm. Crazy Rich Asians, Peppermint. Same. I would see. Yeah. Anthony? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, this is on the fly. Uh, I'll do The Predator. I'll do The Nun. I'll do Crazy Rich. No, actually, I'll do um, A Simple Favor, Crazy Rich, and Peppermint. Is that, was that what you that was it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you did sorry. that on the fly. Wow. That, was, that was great. Yeah. James Patterson, same thing. There you go. We all agree. Wow, guys. Look at that. All right. Uh, it's a meeting of the minds here at the box office breakdown. Look at that. <laughs> So now it is time for us to do our box office bet as we get ready to wrap up the show. Oh, man. 
Uh, well, I don't see any. Yes. Well, what? As we're Why'd you ready? say, oh, man? Well, Ken Jack is usually great about pointing out who, who, yeah. the, winner, who the, the, the better is going to be on. But while we're waiting for the final results, the box office bet is that we are going to all bet on the, uh, the box office opening totals for uh, the film of your choosing in the chat. And the person who gets closest to that will get to, like myself, Baskin being the prognosticator prognosticator for that particular week. The loser will have to go see that film and tell us all about it. Uh, Kendra coming in with uh, the Predator 1, 4 to 3. Oh, all right. Look at that. Thank you, Ken Jack. Uh, and again, congratulations. I'm hoping you're enjoying that MTZ award. You know? You're welcome. <laughs> but thank you for winning. All right. So we've got the Predator. Again, a 3,900 screens from Fox, directed by Shane Black. As I mentioned a little earlier, Predators, which opened up back in 2010, made $24.7 million. There you go. You had Topher Grace, Adrian Brody, Robert Aww, Rodriguez directed Topher that. Grace. So uh, that's what we've got to, to work with here. We're all saying number one. <laughs> uh, I mean, are we all going to watch it this weekend? I'm going to, I definitely want to go check it out. Yeah. 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 I definitely am. Why not? Okay. Right. I got mine. Anthony, do you have mine. yours? Yes, I do. All right. What do you have, sir? It's definitely 34. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. What a surprise. Amy Cassandra, MTZ. 30. Ah, I okay. went 33. Okay. Look at that. I mean, we're all going right. to watch either way. Yeah, we're all That's yeah. true. All right. But I want to win. It's a, yeah. it is a, 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 the margin of error is slim in this one. It's going to be a highly contested box office bet result. It's one of those movies, I feel like it's one of those movies that people don't think is going to be good, but they're still all going to go watch it. Right? Yeah. Like It's like the nun. Exa- exactly. But people actually thought it was going to be good, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I mean, you know, I like, think we all want it to be good. Yeah. Whether it's going to be, who knows. Fingers crossed. I, li- I like to trust in Shane Black. So... Yeah, I mean, him. all the effects, too, are practical, or for the most part, the effects are practical, too, which is very enticing for me as a uh, horror film uh, fanatic, because just, you know, practical effects are always the best effects in my book. And you're getting Shane Black in for Horror Movie News, isn't that right, Andy? Yeah, I got him Exclusive. on Speed Dial. He's oh. my homie. There you go. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's homie great. With Shane Black. SB. He calls me AB. Aww. Bros. <laughs> Bros. All right. Look at that. Uh, what a great way to end the episode on a little bit of friendship. It's so nice. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome uh, welcome <laughs> to the end of the Box Office Breakdown program that you're watching. This is the welcome. <laughs> I welcome you to the end. As always, thanks for joining us. Uh, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And, of course, give it a thumbs up while you're there. Or two. Or three. Can we try it? Four. There you go. As many as your, your little thumbs can reach in and do. Uh, and if you'd like to get in touch with us even after the show's over, Amy, where can they find you? You guys can find me. Oh, can you guys see it? You guys can find me on Instagram, like my shirt says, or on Twitter, or everywhere, pretty much, at Amy Cassandra MTZ. I'm sorry, what? Oh, shoot. Amy Cassandra MTZ. Nailed it. <laughs> Anthony, how about yourself? Yes, you can find me everywhere on Instagram and Twitter at TonyBTony underscore. Thank you for uh, uh, joining us for this show. You can also catch me every Tuesday on Horror Movie News at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time where we talk all things horror movies. Thank you. We, uh, I think goes without saying, we're, you know, just at our peak performance (laughs) level. 
This entire episode. 110%. Absolutely. 110%. And we do that for you every single week because week. we love you. Absolutely. Maximum effort. Here you go. Carrie D. Lane, of course, follow her on all social media platforms at Carrie D. Lane. See what she was up to this evening. Instead of spending time with us here at Box Office Breakdown. The best here, How know? dare she? <laughs> but you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. Sometimes I wear different color hoodies, Sarah Brock. So you're welcome. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so thanks for joining us for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. We'll see you next week right here with another edition right here on Popcorn Talk. Until then, go see some movies! Eat some popcorn! From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk network or its owners or principals.